Haley. Catherine. Do you know how we got our podcast started so fast? How? We use the Anchor app. What's the Anchor app? Well, it's a really cool app. It's completely free and it'll distribute your podcast to Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. Wow, it literally does all the work for you pretty much. Basically. For free? And yeah, and you can make money on your podcast. It's free. It's completely free. Anything you need to make your podcast will be all on Anchor. Wow. I'm more dependable than anyone in my life, so... I mean, (laughs) you said it. (laughs) Um, So if you guys are interested in starting a podcast, download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. That's A-N-C-H-O-R.fm to get started. Thanks. Find other great podcasts like this one at podmoth.network. Hey, what's up, you guys? Hey, what's up, you guys? I'm Catherine. And I'm Haley. And we are Saturdays for the Ghouls, a Podmoth podcast. A Podmoth podcast. It is the first true crime of the year. Woot woot. Let's bring in like this Catholic. new year with some murder. <laughs> <laughs> Let's bring in the new year with some with murder. Some murder. Um, speaking of starting the year off with murder, I brought us a little bit more lighthearted, not as, uh, you know, crazy. <laughs> um, oh, bored. Wow. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> Everyone just like clicks off now. <laughs> They're like, what? Okay, oh. bye. Wait, there's no murder. <laughs> so hopefully it'll be more of an uplifting story. Maybe. Who wants that? It's a crime. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it is a crime to be uplifted. Damn. I'm just kidding. I'm kidding. <laughs> I should have done a different true crime, but too bad I didn't research it. And next week is horror movie week. Haley, do you want to tell them what we're going to do? So this will be the first time me and Catherine are actually doing, or I, I guess, will be doing a movie uh, review on a brand new movie. So spooky babes. We are going to be doing the new screen. (gasps) Ah! (laughs) What's your favorite scary yes. movie? Yes. Yes. What's your favorite scary movie? Hello, Sydney. <laughs> Hello, Sydney. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> we'll be doing the new one. We're going to go to the movies and see it. And then that following Saturday, you will get a review on it. So that is your cue that if you want to listen to next week's episode without any spoilers... Mm-hmm. Go. F- you watch might the want movie. to go see the movie. It comes out on the 14th, which is Friday, and so you'll have all next week or to watch it. If not, you can just wait until you watch it because obviously we're gonna have spoilers. Mm-hmm. This is no your other- warning. This is your warning. This I'm is sorry. your one and only warning. I will warn you before we uh, tell you in next week's episode. But it is a nice warning ahead of time, so you can be on top of it when we post it so yes and then that gives you like a week to watch the movie 
that's more than most assignment time that you get, okay? Yeah. Okay? Totally. So we're giving you homework. Go see uh, Scream. <laughs> anyway, we are going to go into our true crime now. This true crime happened in 2015. August 21st of 2015. Um, so it also might be somewhat familiar because you guys are all adults or grown-ups or, you know, old enough to maybe remember 2015. It was all over the news. And um, there was a movie made from it. But we'll talk about that later. <laughs> Trying to see if I can guess it, but I have no guesses at the moment. August, 20, uh, August 21st, 2015. A high-speed train, number 9364, left Amsterdam on its way to Paris. At approximately 445, a 25-year-old named Ayoub El Kazani was in the bathroom in the 12th car. He exited the bathroom without his shirt on, and he was um, carrying a Draco carabine with a 30-round magazine. Um, also in his possession, he had eight other loaded mags, a 9 millimeter pistol, a knife, and a bottle of gas. As soon as he came out of that um, bathroom... A passenger named Damien, who was 28, saw him as he exited and tried to take um, Ayub down. He disarmed him, but he was pushed down to the ground. And another passenger named Mark Mulligan, he was 51, um, he attempted to wrestle the gun away from the gunman. But Ayub actually pulled his pistol out and shot Mark directly into his back. And the bullet traveled um, in through his lung and out his neck. Um, at that point, Mark collapsed, uh, but he did not die, He, but he did keep still. So kind of like he played dead so that he would move on. Smart man. <laughs> Ayub picked up his rifle um, and tried to move further into the train. And then he started trying to shoot his carabine at all of the other passengers. But his rifle misfired and jammed. Um, Sucker. At this point, in the car um, in front of them, there were um, three other passengers. Their names were uh, Spencer Stone, Alec Scarlatos, Anthony, and Anthony Sadler. They were childhood friends who were in the Air Force. They were stationed there in Europe, but they were doing some sightseeing before they were going back home. Mm. So... Um, there was also an off-duty train conductor as well and a few other passengers in the, the car in front of them. When they heard the shot that um, hit Mark at that point, um, they they were alerted and they ran back into the 12th car where Ayub was. Um, thankfully, the rifle did misfire and it um, jammed up. But Spencer and Alec and Anthony, they all... Um, ran into the car. Alec yelled, get him. And Spencer ran directly towards the gunman and put him in a chokehold. Because of this, Ayub dropped his rifle and Ayub pulled out his knife and began stabbing and cutting at Spencer's hand, neck, and head. Alec ran towards the gunman at that point and he picked up the rifle and he started hitting Ayub over the head with the muzzle of the rifle uh, until the gunman actually passed out. And was basically 
incapacitated for the moment. Mm -hmm. Uh, They detained him by tying his hands behind his back and basically like sitting on him until the train was able to stop and get him taken off. Alec searched all of the other cars to make sure that um, there were no other passengers that were with Ayub in this. Yeah, accomplices or people who were also going to be shooting up their cars. So he went to, through all of them. No no one had any guns. No one was being crazy like he was. And uh, the off-duty train conductor helped them de- detain Ayub while he was, he was on the ground. Spencer provided life-saving medical attention to Mark. Um, he had to put two fingers into the gun wound and apply pressure on the artery because the the bullet went through his lungs and out his neck. So he had to, he had to basically hold his blood, you know, hold the artery closed until he could get to a place where they could fix him, which was crazy. Right. I don't, I, they're so lucky that these three guys were in the air force and they were all like medically trained and they were all trained in like being able to, to be in combat and all of that kind of stuff. They were trained in that stuff. So that's crazy. I don't, Mm-mm. I don't right <laughs> i don't know if there was there's a way that i could put my fingers into some guy's gun wound <laughs> oh, but there were a total of 50 uh, of, of 554 passengers on this train which is a lot of people and we don't know if if Ayub's gun actually did work we don't know what would have happened but he saved right. uh, we would say that he saved 554 people yeah. Uh, when Ayub was taken off, he was uh, questioned by um, law enforcement and, and all of that. Um, Ayub claimed that he was just a homeless man and that he never intended on killing anyone. What the fuck? He said that he found a suitcase in a park with all of the weapons in it. Um, and he was going to try to rob people with the weapons. Wow. The law enforcement and and uh, authorities, they all thought that it was hard to believe because of all of the things that he was strapped with. Like, he was strapped with so many weapons and all of the other loaded magazines waiting to be refilled that it couldn't possibly be the fact that he found these and he's just going to go rob people. Right. You like know, that. like, why would he have the knife, the pistol, and all of the magazines on him if he wasn't planning to make some sort of right i was gonna say that's very like planned like he got backups on backups he's got right refill ammo right. like right and when he was you know attacked by damien and then mark you know attacked him to try to you know de- detain him as well he pulled out his pistol real fast and then the same thing with Pen- with with spencer he pulled out the knife really fast like he was prepared and ready yeah, to go. Was he was he was ready yeah. to fight. Like he, he, had, he had options. Right, exactly. And like, um, who just leaves their artillery? <laughs> yeah, like, who leaves like a rifle and a pistol and a knife and a bottle of gas just lying around and a bunch of ammo just, just lying, lying around? around. <laughs> Man, I don't know what video game they're playing, but shit. <laughs> right? That was some major loot that he scored. Uh-huh. Must have been a gold chest. <laughs> right? <laughs> Later, he admitted that he was actually from Syria. Um, he wanted revenge for the bombings in Syria. There were four men that were held responsible for this attack. Um, 
there was Ayub, and he got life in prison and deportation from France for life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They all got deported from France forever, so they could never come back to France for sure. Can you imagine being banned from a whole ass country? <laughs> I can actually not imagine that. Like, that's crazy. That's bonkers. What? Oh my God. That's another thing to like be in the back of my head, like overthinking. You know, when you go to like TSA, like an airport, <laughs> and uh, you know, like you, you're so for sure that you did not pack like, you know, guns or drugs. <laughs> Or a bomb in your luggage. But right before you go through TSA, it's just in the back of your head, you're like, fuck, what if someone or somehow magically that there is contraband in my yeah. fucking luggage? Like, that's another thing to get to my list. Like, whenever I decide to, you know, travel the world, you know, right. and you show up to this country and you have a passport and stuff, and then they give you give them your passport and then they're like, Nah, no, nah. you're banned. You're you're yeah, <laughs> you're banned from this country. Like you can't come in. Like I'm afraid that I accidentally packed nail clippers. Like I don't know. Like I don't ever bring nail clippers anywhere. But I'm saying like, like they won't let me on the plane. <laughs> I mean, and the other thing is, it's like traveling internationally is a whole lot more detailed and stuff because you have to like oh, declare yeah. what you're bringing in and like why you're there and. I don't know. I've only traveled to Mexico and Canada, so I'm not well-versed in what I need to know if I traveled abroad. But I know that you have to go through customs and all that stuff, and they have to, like, I don't know. I couldn't imagine, like, accidentally bringing something that bans me. <laughs> or, like, I always think, I'm always afraid that um, as I was standing in line, someone behind me put something in my backpack. Right. Or, like... <laughs> so like i i know that that's irrational because who would put something in my backpack and i wouldn't notice but like who knows i was thinking like i always think that even when i'm in a store and like i know i paid for things or yeah i know i didn't buy anything or i know i don't have anything on me i'm always scared that like someone's like gonna slip yeah <laughs> something in my bag or my purse or whatever and then it right Sets off the whole alarms and security's <laughs> coming to run me down and like tackle me and be like, "What were you doing?" And I was like, "I didn't do anything, I swear." But yeah, no, I I always have the irrational fear that I'm like accidentally stealing something, or right? I'm accidentally gonna like somehow somewhere someone put something in my bag at the airport. They're like, "Has it gotten out of your sight?" And I'm like, "No." Maybe. Has it? No. I don't, I think, don't so. think so. Like, it's behind <laughs> me half the time. Yeah. It's not in my sight almost at all, but it's been on my shoulder since I got here. <laughs> right. Um, but anyway, so uh, the greatest thing was that Spencer, Anthony, Alec, and uh, Chris, who was the um, off-duty uh, conductor... Mark and Damien, they all got um, awarded hero things. The French president knighted them as Knights of the Legion of Honor. Oh. Which is super fancy. Cool. Super fun. Super fancy. Um, and in the U.S., Anthony got a Secretary of Defense Medal of Valor. Alec got the Soldier's Medal. 
and Spencer got an Airman's Medal and a Purple Heart. And they were both they were all promoted two grades in whatever they were in the Air Force at the time. So they got super props when they got back. And they are also honorary Frenchmen now. So they um are basically are citizens of France and the United States now. So the craziest thing about this is that in October of 2015, Spencer got attacked by some guy with a knife and he was stabbed in the um neck area neck and and shoulders area and when they questioned the man the man said that he knew nothing about his heroic status that happened back in august which is possible he didn't but it was just a very weird coincidence that a few months later he got like attacked and stabbed but he was fine he lived he um I feel like Spencer has like a million lives. Um <laughs> Bro, this man has like an iron neck. Like <laughs> right? you know how many times I've seen people like if you like as soon as you said he got stabbed in the neck, I was like, Oh, he dead. Like I don't right. know. The neck the neck is like fatality for me. Like, right, right. As soon and, as you like right. and not only is he alive, he's alive and like walking around like he didn't get like paralyzed or anything. Like, I, yeah, that's another thing. If you're like attacked in the neck, it's like spinal cord shit. And you're right. you're done. Like you're Yeah. You and I yeah. have a bunch of like neck and ankle things that are like <laughs> yikes. I think it's all because of the tendons and like the spinal cord and like all this the stringy bits of people. You know, you know what it is? <laughs> what? You know what it is? Saw. 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 Yeah. The saw series. <laughs> it really fucked us up. Um so the very coolest part about this oh my god there's more it just gets i feel like we're playing hot and cold right now i know this is the last cool thing that happened and the fact that nobody died but (laughs) the very coolest part is that but all three spencer anthony and alec played themselves in the movie that clint eastwood made about this whole thing and it's called 1517 to paris Oh, they shit. got to play. They got to play oh, their shit. own character. Have you ever thought of like who would play you in a movie of your life? Like me, bitch. Exactly. <laughs> you play yourself. This these three guys got to be basically movie stars and star in their own movie. That's crazy. directed by Clint Eastwood, like a like a big movie person. You know, like not just anyone. And it's called Fifteen Seventeen to Paris. Oh, I see I thought, them. Yeah. And one last little tidbit fun fact. The reason I did this one is that these, um, I think it, uh, it's Spencer and Alec are on the Amazing Race this season that just started just last week. And I started watching the Amazing Race. <laughs> they told like a very like short, short thing about their story. And I like looked it up and I was like, I have to tell it. Because it's heartwarming that, you know, these guys were heroic and and um, saved all of those people on the train. But someone did still go to jail. <laughs> yeah, so it was still good. technically crime. Hey, Lou, who would play you in a movie about your life? I don't know. I always... Okay. Uh, 
who do you who do you think would play me? I think here's the thing. I'm not going based on looks. I would I would go based on like their ability to play a character. Um and so I think that you're like um like an Anna Kendrick kind of girl, like like quirky and funny and like I don't know. I get I get I've seen a few of her movies, yeah. And she can be like serious and like I don't know. I feel like it's Anna Kendrick kind of thing for you. I think that I always just say Melissa McCarthy would play me. I was going to say that. Not even going to lie. I was like, if she asked me, I'm going to say it's Melissa McCarthy. Melissa McCarthy. Yeah, I was. I was I, did I was you like, see? I was so excited because I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> <laughs> so used to. I, I would say her or Rebel Wilson. But I did, I don't know about what Rebel now. Rebel back in Pitch Perfect. Yes. Yeah. That's, yeah. It's always hard to find like big girl actresses. I know this is like a thing, but like you know, there's only so many of them and it's like the fat funny friend like kind of thing. Right. Um anyway. <laughs> um and that's the story of the train to Paris. Nine three six four, ain't that cool? That is cool. Yeah, I wanted to do something a little less heavy. That's why I chose this one. Mm-hmm. Uh, one with more of a happy ending, meaning only the bad guy got hurt. Well, Mark got hurt, but he's okay. Um. <laughs> oh, and Spencer got hurt. Yeah, I was gonna say. Okay too. I was like. <laughs> I was like, like three people got hurt, but they're all okay. One's in jail where they should be. Yeah. So I hope you liked that little quick one. Little ditty. I'm very excited for my next true crime, which I will not tell you what it is, but I heard about it and I was like, I've got to do it. So, and next week is Scream. So go out and watch Scream. This is not sponsored by Scream. Can you imagine if we were sponsored by Scream? Oh my god! This, this is this is not sponsored by Scream, but we wish it was. <laughs> and no, I could not imagine if we were sponsored by Scream. <laughs> I would probably die. <laughs> but I doubt Scream would ever. Oh no. Um and spooky babes. I hope that you have a wonderful weekend and a wonderful week. Be a hero whenever you want to be a hero. Who knows? You could get some medals. Stand up. Get knighted. You could become a Frenchman. Just be a hero for being a hero. <laughs> Don't expect anything. That's true. Because <laughs> then you'll be disappointed with like gift cards but... or like a participation ribbon. <laughs> Anyway, <laughs> be a hero, do the right thing, stand up for when people are doing mm-hmm. bad things, and I'm very happy you guys joined us today, uh-huh. and <laughs> Haley's not interested that you joined us today. No, I'm just wondering, <laughs> I, I thought you were going to say, and we'll see you, so, and then you didn't say it yet, and I was like, 
dang, she's still going. <laughs> this, 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 <laughs> this egg, this outro. And we'll, <laughs> and we'll see you in Paris. and we'll see you (laughs) in your nightmares (laughs) bye okay bye Okay, we'll see you in your nightmares bye bitches (laughs) goodbye hi I'm Molly and I'm Abigail we're sisters and we believe in ghosts Welcome to Supernatural Sisters, a podcast all about ghostly encounters, bone-chilling monsters, and basically anything that goes bump in the night. Each week, we talk about a haunted place, a legendary monster, or a story that sends shivers down our spines. And maybe we'll talk about the pottery scene from Ghost. He's not a ghost in that scene. There are other parts of that movie where he's a ghost. Subscribe wherever you get podcasts. And remember, we we believe believe you. you.